Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, butters. You guys hey, bud. Like, hey, the baby. He's... Hi, I'm Hanan Lancaster, and I'd like to welcome you guys to Black and White Conversations. Welcome. Um, I'm glad to be here again. What's your name? Oh, I'm Lucas Lucas. That's right. My first name and my last name aren't the same, but that's another story down the road. Yeah, I'm Brandy Glanville, and we are here today to talk about stereotypes. Fun. <laughs> Stressful. I was actually doing some research last night, and you and I were talking yes. on the phone, or actually out front, um, about, I was saying, for me, I feel like sometimes we, I do this, I lean into my own stereotype of dumb blonde because it's helpful so I kind of pigeonhole myself into that when I don't want to engage. Mm-hmm. I'm like, don't ask me. I didn't go to college. And so I feel like I'm my own worst enemy in that respect. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I mean, I don't know. Like a lot of my friends, like this Asian person always makes – she talks like she's a nail tech – like she has a nail tech voice, which you can't actually have a nail tech voice. But it's like her way of disarming people. Mm-hmm. But it's uncomfortable. So wait, let me ask you this. Yeah. How do you feel about yourself when you portray, when you play into that stereotype? Does it feel good for you? Um, I feel like I just want to say it before someone else says it hmm. to like then to prove it wrong in a little way. But I like I want to preempt whatever what I think everyone else is thinking. Like, oh god, this girl again. She's drunk on TV and she's got fake tits and she's just dumb. So I joke about it, mm-hmm. but then when I speak, I want to prove them wrong. But I feel like I just want to get in front of it. So the thing about stereotypes, I think, is that at the root of it, it makes us feel bad. Yeah. And I think that's the piece that with stereotypes get hurtful. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, how do you feel about it? even if you play into it, it doesn't it still doesn't feel good for you because you know you're a best a New York Times bestselling author. You know you're bright. You know, so what you have a drink. Like you're not an alcoholic. So all of these things, like <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> but stereotypes inherently are meant to put people down. It's a generalization. So that's why I'm, I'm asking, like, how do you feel about it? What does that look like for you? Because stereotypes I know in the black community, they, they, they don't make us look good. So and playing the part of a dumb blonde, even if you do it to yourself, does it make you feel good? It doesn't. But I feel like I don't I don't I can't explain why I do it. I also can't explain why I watch all these comedians and their shtick is to make fun of their heritage or their background. And mm-hmm. it's like but then we're supposed to laugh at it. And it's funny because they're making it funny, but it's really not funny. Lucas? Uh, I'm thinking about, um, I used to work for a celebrity who her stick was the whole like, what's up, bitch? And and this whole kind of, it was Nicole Richie mm-hmm. back in those days. And it's throwed out. Hey, Nicole. Um, Hi. And, and I used to watch in the car, it was almost like she flipped into this new mode. 
Like, mm-hmm. oh, I got to do this call real quick, Lucas. She's like putting it on. And, and then like it a, goes like just normal call, talking, talking. Then as soon as she grabbed the phone, hey, bitches. And, you know, that whole little dingy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But she had it down. She knew exactly what they wanted. Just playing up. So she, she, I think she empowered herself through that that silly image. Because you remember they were traveling around the country yes, and yes. being all dingy. It was a part of it. Yep. So I've seen it before. People have taking stereotypes and empowered themselves. That's true. And monetized it. I mean, yeah. that, I mean, I guess you, you could look at it either way. I guess it's how it makes mm-hmm. you feel. Like, how does, like, what's a typical African-American or black stereotype? Which one? I, was, I mean, there's a lot. For, <laughs> there I was saying, like, everybody has a big dick. That's true. Oh, that's not that? always true. <laughs> but see, that's not always true. So it's do not, not get true. Not, it's not, not always true. That is not always true. I don't true. know. I, I mean, yeah, I, I guarantee you guys know more about <laughs> sizes than I do. I mean, when, we were, when I was growing up, we weren't so metro. You know, even though we had like showers, showers that had no curtains, but you learned how to walk in, take care of your business, and, and walk out. No one kind of hey yo. <laughs> I mean, like I just don't. I mean, I've been told why, like yo. <laughs> and I, I was like, like I do not think of Lucas like that so it's hard he's like my brother so I can't think of it like right. that but and that's why we don't talk about it no, however but, uh, well, however there are some African American men without a big dick so I just want to put that out uh, there I'm going to say oh. that too <laughs> that I'm going to second that it is, a, it it is, is a, a sad stereotype. Re- it's a sad reality so we, we want to break that stereotype it's not true but I mean that's really like, sad <laughs> Some people are showers, I mean, like showers or growers, not showers. So you like in the shower, unless they got a woody or whatever you call it, a semi. You, how are you really gonna know? I, just, I don't take shower. I don't want to call it. I know guys, that's all I'm saying is I know that this is this maybe is a, just say this is a but, myth. But there, I don't. But two of the guys that I've dated have been enormous. So I could pick from five. I would say three were disappointing. And two were like, oh, yeah, okay, now I get it. Now I'll get it. Like, damn it, I got my vagina tightened for what? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not mad. But that's a good one. I mean, not a good one, but what's another one? Not a good one, but I'm just I saying. I try not to think about them because generally sure. black stereotypes are just, like, very upsetting. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, I'm just not, can't kick them. Let me think. Um, well, look, affirmative action. Like that, there's a stereotype that if you are in higher oh. education or you're in certain places, you got, you got there, there because a of the quota or, yeah. for, mm. for a quota to absolutely. fill a space, quota. which is just absolutely not true. In, in my high school, I graduated top of my class. I earned every slot that I got into, but there is that piece. You're the only black person here. Right. How'd you get there? It's it is, and I think about like I think back to. It's also like when you see, not me personally, but like when you see rich black guys, right? And they have like a really nice car. You like a lot of people assume they're either in the music industry or they're an athlete Athlete. or an actor. Yes. And it's like they can't can't be a doctor or they can't have changed the world and, you know, with a nuclear bomb. I don't think that's, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I know what you're saying. It's that, oh, I wonder what is, what group is he in? Or if he's tall and black. He's got to be a baller, and and, and, I, and I do that too. I, I make you, we make assumptions right. based on these stereotypes, and you say, you know, oh well, he must be an athlete, or like you said, he must like what's what's his job? Right. You know what? One that pisses me off the most: angry black women. <gasps> That's the it. one. Let's I talk mean, about it. Let's talk about it. I, I mean, I don't I have know any. My- well, actually, I do know one. <laughs> I love you, Ebon. We made up, but I was watching the other day. I was watching this song. Uh, Ninja TV, you know, like when they run through the little oh, yeah, things, yeah. Mm-hmm. and the only the Titans—that's what they call them, oh, Titans—and okay, they have yeah. all these. You had the one Titan was called the Nerd, and another Titan was this. But the black, the black uh, 
athlete woman was called Banshee. And I was like, first, it doesn't sound friendly. She's mm-hmm. all like, and I, all don't know, I don't know what that means. It's not even a real animal. I looked it up. Banshee is like a fictitious, mm-hmm. mean thing. And I was like, come on, producers, out of all the characters. But how do you know that have, she didn't pick her own name? That's what's dangerous about stereotypes. Yeah. We play, maybe she's we play, like, I'm a we badass bitch. We play into our, our own, own stereotypes. stereotypes. So yeah. if I act out in the grocery store, now I'm the angry black woman. Right. So if I, if this, if Not this, just an angry, no, if I do now, I'm a Karen. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, they're, we're, we're fucking ourselves. Being mad is, I mean, that won't make your Karen. No, but if I'm, if I do something, I was reading this morning. I was so confused about Karens and what the fuck they were. (laughs) But I was like, Karens are people who use their white privilege to um, get black people in trouble or to get them arrested or to do, to put them in a position to use their passively aggressively using your, your, uh, your white privilege like mm-hmm. the lady who thought isn't it she- aggressively aggressive like saying the n-word or doing like i saw some aggressive karens both it's both it's it's calling the police on innocent black people to prove your point to show your power it's um excluding black people from white spaces feeling like you can go into a convenience store mm-hmm. and tell a mexican sister that she needs to go home and then touch her and an old girl let her know. Did you see I that one? I'm my earrings off. No, I like I. That's Did you see that one? No, thank God. I don't watch. Oh, this lady was like shaking wipe, the girl, and that girl said, "Wow!" And yeah. she's like, "Oh my God!" She slapped the "Oh my God" into this woman. All she said was, "Oh my God!" I do not <laughs> deal with people touching me. Well, like I'm a, you know me, I'm a jumper. Like even walking the dog, like your dog will hit the screen. I'm like, I pee my pants. Like I'm just I'm a jumpy person, and don't touch me. Like that's my because I will take it. I will be on the defense if someone touches me. Like, but that's the thing. These these women are running around because they feel like they have a certain place in the world, and they can use that. To- Why are you here? Why are you in this building? I don't think you belong here. I mean, it's like that's got to be crazy. I mean, but I can believe it happens. But people are becoming empowered. But the but Trump has empowered racists to come out of the woodwork. Fucking a. And you know, I mean, when you come down some escalators and you start telling people that. This group of people are rapists and all that crap he threw like, out there. Like on the, launching on the- it all into Me- Mexicans are like he he he's the part like huge part of the problem. And we're voting mm-hmm. soon, guys. Yeah, we know you're Mexican. You're not in on this. You're not a rapist. <laughs> it's a Chihuahua. But he's also, trying to get in. It's it's like you said. Like we voting. If there's one thing you take away from this, vote. Yeah. Voting is how we change the world. So, so I I saw I was looking today, and I'm actually I text with Lisa Rinna about some. She said some entitled Karens are trying to take away her QVC job. I don't, please be quiet, buddy. And so then I had to go look up the whole, I mean, I knew what Karens were, but I was like, wait, there's a Karen in Sacramento. I was confused. <laughs> and then it's just because she's outspoken about, yes, she's there for gay rights. She's she's against Trump. She's there for, you know, women power. And like, what we're allowed to speak. We're, guess what? I'm a Democrat. I mean, maybe even a liberal to that point. But why can't? we speak on it like why why is that gonna why is that gonna make her lose her job because people feel like you should feel how they feel so it's bullshit wait wait group of fans so they want they want her fans would like to tell her how to act what to think what to believe but that, these are people that she works for not and that's fans. exactly so these are people they they want to tell her but she doesn't go for that but like QVC? she has this qvc line she does really well she's very oh. outspoken on instagram and, and twitter she's nuts i love it though but like she makes sense mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. apparently like people are trying to i'm just so sick of this cancel culture but trying to take her qvc away for i don't know i don't 
I don't know. I texted her and it was just like, I don't, I just am so confused about Karen's and I don't know. I mean, Karen's, I mean, it's not that hard. It's, it's, I mean, the thing about it is. It, Can you actually, is it, actually name Karen? If you're named Karen. Or Felicia. And, oh, my God. Who's going to be known like Karen? Felicia, Becky, Karen, you're fucked. Susan, it's all. It's yeah. all. We're, we're it's down. just, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like, uh, I've experienced my whole life I, where people, Karen's, you know, like I've never understood why sometimes like women who get really aggressive, like they can fight. Or, or want to fight, and then they push it, push it, push it, and then I, I just don't, I, I just don't understand. Some people walk, you know, they they feed into it. Mm-hmm. However, I've been around people like I'm going to call the cops. I'm like, so you know, call the cops. Yeah. However, I'm not thinking like, yo, I could have set myself up, right. yeah, not, not even knowing the wrong one. And and then when I saw these policemen throwing their handcuffs down the other day in protest, I'm like, I, I got a little. Little a little more scared than I was before. I'm oh, like, wait, what? I didn't okay, see it. So I'm trying not to watch the I news. I can't tell you what state it was, but they had a, it looked like a, you know how you see uh, people line up for a baseball game, how two teams line up mm-hmm. in, before yeah. at home? They had one of those long lines just like that, and the camera guy was going down, and as, as they passed each policeman, black, white, pink, yellow, women and men, they were throwing their handcuffs down in protest to the fact that they can't use the chokehold no more. And I'm like, why would you be upset that you can't choke people out anymore? I mean, that's just insane. I didn't. I have. I don't watch. I, I haven't watched that. it. Stereotypically, there's a stereotype that says that police are the kids who used to get picked on. Is that a true stereotype? I, I, I mean, you know what? Of I don't know. I call stereotypes. My Is brother's a cop. Your brother's a my cop. My brother's a cop. Yep. I, Were they picked on? I don't think my no, brother was my brother picked, wasn't on. picked on. But he wasn't like an extrovert, really. Like he was more of a, like an introvert a little bit. Like did he, he play sports? He did not. He um he played basketball in our driveway. But I mean, like on a team. No, but. he wasn't. He was like, you know, he he was a good kid, but mm-hmm. because he was my baby brother, I picked on him. My sister picked on him. My dad picked on him. My mom thought he was like the golden child. So. I guess maybe he had to come out swinging a little bit, but he's not. He's one of the good ones, I will say. Is he a highway patrolman, or yeah? So the, I think that's a different caliber mm-hmm. compared to the local it's not police. Because, it's, like, it's still he, the, uh, the the blue code. Yes, uh, I believe the blue code is there. He's killed someone. It was it was you know obviously it was in defense. The guy was high on drugs and he was in the truck like coming towards them like as fat on a high speed, and the guy refused, so he shot through the window and it killed someone and it was scary but the guy was like on meth and was gunning to run them over and mm-hmm. i like but at that day i know i was with i was with mike then mm-hmm. and i was around you and i was so scared for everyone yeah i just i was like can you get a desk job can you do it right now because in stockton where he where he was on like the night shift there's a lot of filipino gangs and Gangs are scary, period. Yep. But these were like were particularly nasty, like crazy. It was all about meth and oh, don't yeah, more stereotypes. But <laughs> there you have it. I mean, it, it's it. I mean, there's stereotypes about everyone. But when we make jokes about it, not us, but comedians, how do we then? How do we not? How do like stereotypes are stereotypes for a reason because we feed into them. But so 
with comedians though, Kevin Hart said it best, laugh at my pain. So we use jokes so that doesn't hurt so much. Kevin Hart also said the F word, A-G, like let's be honest, and he, his life didn't get canceled. He had to go on an apology tour and I understood why he wanted to stop apologizing and I was with him on stopping. Cause once you say sorry, you should say sorry and it's good. And his life didn't get canceled. He's got 20 movies coming up. So I feel like sometimes if there is a reverse to that, like if you're white and you say something that's insensitive, you're canceled. I mean, it's happening right now. Mm -hmm. Or if you're a woman and you say something about a man like coming on to you in a wrong way, his life is canceled. They're mm -hmm. almost Me like, too. Yeah, that's what the I'm saying. Movement. Like it's, okay. it's almost like there's no, let's look into this. Let's see if it's true. It's, I feel like we're in the Me Too movement, movement again, but right now it's with racism. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. I mean. That's it, not my feeling. You, please have have your opinion. I, I th no, I'm thinking about it because uh, there there's a lot. So I think also Kevin Hart, he didn't get to do the Oscars that year. So no, he, he chose not to. He chose not to. He oh, quit. he chose not to. Okay. They, he went on an apology tour and he was sick of saying sorry, which I totally understand. And if you go back into a ton of comedians like Dave Chappelle, you know, Eddie Murphy, they've all said that word a million times. And it wasn't, but he's more like, he's more politi politically correct. He's mm -hmm. not like the one that goes up and is like offensive. But mm -hmm. I love Dave Chappelle. Like, I think he's hilarious. I was going to say, Dave Chappelle seems like I he's been him. on top of like talking a lot. I, I was just watching the other day. He's talking he, about, mm -hmm. he was talking about that Pacific, Pacific thing with, um, about Kevin Hart, he, he did it so well. I was like, yeah, you're right. He's a smart right. motherfucker, you're but right. yeah, he, they're is. also not asking him to do the Oscars because Kevin's more mainstream. He's like, That's true. he's gotten forgiven for, you know, cheating on his wife and he's gotten forgiven for saying the F word. And it's like, okay, so then why can't we all get, not a second saying, chance. a second chance, like right now, not Harvey Weinstein, not when it's fully like, not the people that killed, not the cops that killed the guy, mm -hmm. George Floyd. Um, but in general, like I've been tried, people try to cancel me because I said something about black people not getting their hair wet. And that's oh, what's going on. Oh, you said something about not swimming. You don't get your hair wet. Well, they, or they something. don't. How'd you say it though? <laughs> somebody, I read somewhere, somebody said you said something about they I can't did. swim. I did not say that. Hair. I can't swim. But I know I said, oh, you're like my black friend. You don't get your hair wet. And mm. then it was like. For seven years, I've, and you know, because people have been in like finding her out and like inboxing her and like, she's a racist, she's this, she's I've that. actually had friends, uh, some of your, whatever that you call them, haters, um, come to my page and say, oh, be black women be careful around Brandy. So let me put this out there. Be Brandy careful. loves me, loves my kids, and I love her. Thank Do you. not come to my page with the bullshit. I'm not here for Thank it. You. So. Thank you. I appreciate Look, that. Cheers. 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 Look at we're drinking. <laughs> oh, my arm. We had a fun night the other night, and I fell, and I hurt my arm. That's all we're going to say about that. <laughs> but Brandy, you're, I mean, yeah, you're invited to the cookout. I mean, you, don't worry about that, because no, I, I'm, it's just probably how you, I mean, I don't know. I mean... It's Sisters in their hair is such right a damn problem. I mean, I don't it's get just my hair not wet. Problem, I mean, my hair wet. But it's just, it's just. <laughs> but a, it's just part of a stereotype. It's like, part of a stereotype. But like, I, so let me put it. I know how to swim. I swim in lakes, pools. I don't swim in the ocean because of the waves. I, I feel like it's dangerous. Sharks. But, <laughs> sharks. But I know how to swim. So I never said that. You no, no. But, but, but it so, is a stereotype that black people don't like the snow and they don't like the water. I don't that like. A, I don't like the snow. I don't and like I, the snow and either. I, I go to ski trips and I stay in the lodge. Come on, <laughs> those are, we're going to the old ones. Like I'm just black saying. people like 
watermelon and Kool Aid. So the watermelon. Who doesn't like? Let me ask some. Hold on. Not, <laughs> not Kool Aid. Watermelon, watermelon is delicious. And fr- watermelon fried and fried chicken. Everyone likes Who it. Who doesn't like fried chicken? It's delicious. I have never met a person in my life. It is delicious. I, Lucas, I just can't. I, I, I just can't <laughs> eat that fried chicken. I just don't like fried vegetarians, chicken. Vegetarians, maybe. Wait, I have another one that white people don't use seasoning. So. I've never true? heard that. I, 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 I haven't heard that. Why people don't use seasoning? I, they don't. They don't season yeah, their food. That, 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 that's a new one too. They, they're real, we're really. I'm cooking one. for you again. <laughs> I'm making meatballs, really, and meatballs. Do you like the meatballs? And delicious. I use turkey for you. And I don't delicious. make turkey meatballs. I use like pork, and I, I have funny. to make them good. <laughs> After they did that, um, you have th- Thanksgiving <laughs> at my house. I, I use season. She can cook. Believe me, <laughs> I know what cooking is. Um, you know when they did that, um, I take responsibility thing and it kind of backfired on them. So the who's this? You you don't remember the the actors and actresses who did the I take responsibility video mm-hmm. for Black Lives Matter? You didn't see that. I try, All these Lucas, famous, I'm trying not to watch too many. Yeah, well, they, it's scary. Watch like I said, the like, first turn time the news I, off. First time turn I saw, it I thought it was really dope that they were saying I take responsibility, but I didn't realize. Wait, Hannah, what about me? I Uh-oh. am. Hold on. Hold on. Oh. She's been greedy. Look, I'm getting now. I'm like, I wasn't gonna drink. Now I'm drinking. However. Thank you. Um, African-American comedians did their own. I take responsibility. And one of the <laughs> funniest things to me was Amanda Seals said. I like I Amanda take re- Seals. I love Amanda Seals. Is that the lesbian? No. no. She was on the, on the real. She was on The certain- View. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one was too controversial. Yeah. They needed her on the. The ones I like. She was on The Real. Not on The, the Real. She was on The Real. But yeah. she should have been on The View. Uh, because her 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 comp it's a little complicated for most people. However, Jeez. she said she was sorry for all the years she ate white food and didn't tell y'all that it needs to be seasoned and i was like wow but gourmet food i mean that's kind of funny to, it's not white food it's just like more expensive the food gets the, the less and less flavor it has i mean come on you know i, I mean, sit back when I, some listen, meals i'm not like i like i i feel like there is these are stereotypes for a reason, but I'm not like there's exceptions to every st- like we can Everything. all yes. And but the problem is we celebrate the stereotypes in a, like in a weird like we laugh at them because you know we're funny or they're you're uncomfortable with what someone said. It's like <laughs> you so, know. So, so that's so that's the rub. At what point do we say you know what it's not funny? This is hurtful, and I'm right. not going to play into it. And you and that's. Like we have to figure out where those boundaries are. Everyone does. Everyone in America who's going through this this time right now, like we owe it to ourselves to hold ourselves accountable for not laughing when it's inappropriate. Right. For not going to the racial jokes when you know it makes you feel uncomfortable. When you feel that, that's not okay. No. Of Just course. saying it's not okay because we, Pardon. if you if you're making it okay by laughing or not saying anything, whatever, then we're part of the problem. I think that we have to take ownership for the stuff we say too. I mean, it's just hard because. I have different groups of friends and mm-hmm. certain people in certain groups will say things that are just way off and will laugh out of nervousness. But the, my own Asian girlfriend does it all the time. And it's like, it's not, she talks about driving and she's like, oh, my Uber driver, like before quarantine, I got, and he's like, I'm like, can you give me the ETA? And he was Asian and he's like, well, it says 24 minutes. He's like, but my eyes are small. I can't see. And I'm Asian. So maybe 42 minutes. And I was like, I laughed because I didn't know what else to do. <laughs> or I was like, should I get out? Like, should I? I don't know what to do. <laughs> Are you being serious? Oh, butters. Come on up, butters. I, I don't know. I mean, it just seems like they get this assimilation letter. Yeah. When they get here, they're like, hey, you got to assimilate. Uh, never make certain people feel uncomfortable. And if you can, make them feel more comfortable. And I'm like, 
it doesn't help the situation out much at all if you if you, you know you're going out of your way to make other for Asian not guys. Yourself, and I right? think that Lucas is always something we, we we're putting ourselves down to make other people, people feel comfortable, feel and that's not okay. That's what I said in the beginning. Remember, I was like, because I just I don't know. I feel like sometimes we lead with our insecurities. And that's what, like, that the guy on the dating around was like, oh, yeah, I'm smart. I'm Asian. I Did you watch it? it? Did you see what it. I was saying? Like, I in the first yep. five minutes yep. of his date, mm-hmm. he made, you know, fun of the way his mom talks, fun of, like, the Asian culture, fun of being smart and being Asian. And I was like, wow, he's got he's got some issues right there because I'm sure that person that wanted to go out with him was not thinking any of those things. But they were blind dates. so That's true. So, but I, but I think. You hit it on the head because insecurity is a lot of what plays into racism, insecurities, all of that stuff. And if we were just confident who we were, we wouldn't have to put other people down to make ourselves feel better. We wouldn't have to do any of these things that are happening now because if I love myself, I love you. Yeah. And it's it's really just that simple. And if so many people feel like this person took my opportunity, no one can take your opportunity. No. If, you, if, you, if you are who you say you are, you will create another one. You will create something different. Something no one better. can take anything from you. It's like, and that's, exactly. In California, like, you know, the whole thing where the Mexicans are taking a job. No, they are working hard. They are creating their own opportunities. They are making their own lives better based on a system that we created. And on that note, we are going to take a quick break and talk to our Mexican dog. When we come back from break, we're going to talk about interracial relationships. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So we're back. We're talking about everybody. culture. Everybody. We're talking about everybody. We're talking about interracial dating. Interracial dating. And the stereotypes that go along with interracial yes. dating. When you it's, bring somebody yeah. from another culture home. Well, how many movies are there about that? About a hundred million. Yes. Yes. Well, yeah. Um, what's the big ones? Sydney Poitier's movie. Uh, Guess I, who's coming? I in. never Guess saw that. I know. I never saw it. Was, well, there's one with Will Smith as well. Uh, uh, the bird, Birdcage. Six. Six, six degrees of Brandon Lee in that one. Yeah. Oh. No. Yeah. There, I think it was Birdcage and Six degrees. He was acting like you remember he was acting like he's supposed to be this black kid who's um who was um Sydney Poitier's son that. who had been kind of. He had these people. It's a true story. But huh. we should also talk about the sexuality as well. Like when you yeah. come out to your parents, like without self, you know, that might There's be a whole lot. other. I mean, another, I've never come that out might be a- to anything. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. But so interracial right, dating. T- well, tell us how, the first time you brought somebody from another race home. And we'll share those stories. Well, my first boyfriend, his name was Johnny and he was black. I lived in a predominantly African-American or black neighborhood, whatever you want to say. His name was Johnny. He was so hot. And... I, we were the only white people on my block. My one neighbor was Vietnamese and that was it. And then, so I didn't, I like, that was, that was, you know, you, you adapt to your environment. I didn't see white people. Right. <laughs> Thank God. I'm kidding. I grew up in the wrong skin color. I'm trying to remember his last name because his sister was my best friend and his dog bit me and that's how he and I started talking. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnny something. He was in a gang. She's going to tell all Johnny's business. Oh, no, no, no. He did end up going to jail like when we got to high school. But he was like the first, my first kiss 
And I was obsessed with him. He was like, to this day, so handsome. Like, I don't, I wonder what happened to him. His name was like Johnny Smith. It was like a name you can't look up. Yep, yep. But I know exactly where he lived on Wakefield Way. Mm. Yeah. Because <laughs> I lived on the same street. It's much nicer now than it used to be. But um, no, my parents, we had every gay man living on our couch. My parents didn't really see color and that was a beautiful thing. Okay. Their best friends were African-American and they had a son named Punkin. Don't ask me why his name was Punkin. But he was our best friend. She says yeah. it like a pumpkin. pumpkin. No, it wasn't, pumpkin. It wasn't pumpkin. pumpkin. It was pumpkin. pumpkin. Yeah, it was. It was pumpkin. And then pumpkin. we don't know why, but our parents got in a fight. And oh. then we weren't allowed to see each other. So we would, my sister and I, we'd take our bikes and we'd meet at, like, at another spot because we didn't know what the fight was about. Um, but yeah, I don't, my parents are very, well, they used to be very judgment free until my dad thought I was a lesbian, and I was like, "What that?" I was like, "Wait, you're not a lesbian?" No, I am. I'm, just I'm kidding. all of the above. I had to do it. All of the above. I like, I like, I like men, women, children, not children. <laughs> too far. Too far. Too oh my god! Far. I didn't mean it. I'm drinking. Okay, exactly. wait. So, Lucas, tell us, tell us your first interracial dating. Do you interracially date? Yeah. Okay. Besides um, me, I'm kidding. No, we were. About I to learned that. young. Um, I mean, I was—I had a very sheltered upbringing, so I was Catholic. So my parents were super smart. I don't know how they kept it off our minds. We weren't really big on like a lot of dating in high school. My sisters mm-hmm. couldn't even get phone calls until they were juniors in high school. Yeah, me either. So yeah. I'm from a different world. But yep. however, when I went to college, which ended up at a predominantly white school, a big party school called East Carolina, it was amazing. I mean, <laughs> I mean. It happens. I'm, I'm going to tell you, something happens to white women, I think. Now, this is in the 80s, so I'm just being general. But in the 80s. You're stereotyping. You're stereotyping. So yeah, I just want to put it out. You don't get a pass, but go ahead. <laughs> the, the, the Mandingo um, stereotype I've is alive and well with them. The what does they, that mean? Mandingo? I've never heard it. Sexual. Never heard of Mandingo before? No. It's, 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 it's it a sexual a, stereotype. It has an African, because there's, there's a people in Africa, Mandingo. And so they they use it meaning Mandingo. It's supposed to be your warrior, your big burly brother who's and he's a Mandingo. Super sexual, aggressive, super sexual. Like so, they had this Mandingo mentality, and I was with it. You know, I was. (laughs) I mean, it wasn't that I was that aggressive. It was just like it was a funny thing. It was like (laughs) at the parties, the white guys would get so drunk that they would pass out. Another stereotype, and, but they do. And throwing up. <laughs> I didn't and the white it. girls were drinking, but they weren't passing out. They were wide <laughs> they were awake. Dick. They were wide <laughs> awake. And I was so naive. I was like, Lucas, come on, go smoke some bong hits back in the room. And I used to go around. Because you're, like, I have to say about you, you are one of the most respectful human beings I've ever met in my life. Like, you've seen shit and been around shit and, like, that I mean, that you could have been inappropriate with, and you you never I just didn't have it. It's a me. decade, it, like it, a decade. It, you're just such a proper gentleman. I, mean, I was around a lot of young people. I know I everyone that you were around. Yeah, and so <laughs> naked the bitches. weirdest part no, no, of that Mandingo time <laughs> was I'm talking about at least four, at least three or four times. These girls asked me if I had a tail. <gasps> What does that mean? Oh. A tail. In the 80s, not the 60s or the 50s. This is 88, almost the 90s. Oh, my God. These girls have I'm trying to figure this out. Their fathers were telling them black men have tails. Actually growing out the Because maybe they didn't want their daughters dating a black man. I don't know what. Obviously, they want whatever. (laughs) 
Oh These God. girls would ask me, where's your tail? Leave it to Lucas. And I said, what tail? <laughs> that should be our uh, little segment on this, the side. As Leave it to Lucas. Outtakes. Leave it to Lucas. They asked me about a tail. And I was like, I don't have a tail. What are you talking about? Well, my dad told me. I was like, they're just always get, from New Jersey. Did you just get naked and show them? Another or? stereotype. <laughs> oh, is that your only tail? I mean, you know, they saw one tail. but <laughs> I was like, when I was, when the kids were little, this is like wrong, but um, just sharing it because we're sharing. Uh, they, one of them, I think it was missing. He saw a tampon string and I was like, you know, they're little. He's like, mama, why do you have a culito? Cause we were speaking Spanish at the time. And I'm like, a culito? What's a culito? It's a tail. It's in Spanish. And it was my tampon string. <laughs> I was like, okay, time to start putting some clothes on. Put clothes on. There were like three, he was like three, but I was like, a tail. And I had to ask Hortensia, like his, Eddie's mom, what's a fucking culito? She's like, a tail. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so I'm just put on undies. Mm. But I am a nudist, like, in general, not any marks of fat, but anyway. anyway uh, so, yeah. so so you've had interracial relationships. I've slept with more white women than I have black. Really? Oh, no doubt. But I've only been, I mean, but I've only been in love, like, maybe four times. That's a lot. And all That's four times they were black women. Black women or ethnicity. Because mm-hmm. I thought everybody had sex to Bob Marley until <laughs> I met a black woman. You know, I thought everybody partied. Leave it to I Lucas. Almost I almost Leave, it. Leave it to Lucas. It wasn't until I met a black woman that I knew anything about Luther and that's what you're supposed everybody to be playing right now. I thought everybody had sex with like the legend <laughs> well, and Bob Marley. I, had, I think we all have I sex, had sex to Jay-Z like before. So, I mean, it's just, I used to have sex to Prince. That was like my go-to fucks. fucks like, <laughs> there you go. I mean, like, Prince, Adore. Like, yeah. I mean, that's why I know all the words to Adore because I, I hadn't been listening to any. But you have to be in love to have sex to a slow song. Like, I wanted to just fuck to Prince. See? See? <laughs> See? That's exactly what they wanted to fuck. And they didn't but give a slow song? But then the women, they wanted love and I don't want Luther that. in the back. Creep, creep, no. creep. That's you different. Know, yeah. That's that's when you're in love with someone. Like we just went from white and black to what kind of music do we fuck to? <laughs> we did, I we mean, did. We did jump over. We did jump over. Typically, I want to say stereotypes that black folks have sex to. Slow music. That's actually not is true. That, a that is a stereotype. Yeah. But, but you have to plan yeah. that shit. Like half the time you have sex, it's like you don't even have any music on. You don't even have any music on. You're in the kitchen doing the dishes, and you yeah, you don't even have music on. You're on the counter. Yeah. There's no music on. I have most of the time. Man, just, I miss sex. <laughs> I'm talking about back in the day where you had to have like but, a date night and. That's Come when you're on. in a relationship. You know, that's relationship sex. It's different. Yeah. Different. There's like drunks. Like, you, sex has we, changed. We could go into it. was a, every time. You had to act like you were ready for a relationship from day one or it wasn't going anywhere. To, this is yeah. a lead to Lucas' mom. Yeah. We're going to go. We're going to keep going. Let going. Let we're going to go. go. We're going to go interracial dating. Interracial dating. I don't have a problem with that. I'm he doesn't just slow music. I just like, you know, I'm going, I met a couple of fathers I knew were not cool with me. They like they weren't against. Yeah, I guess they were. I think I think black parents have a harder time accepting interracial dating because they know the pitfalls of it's, going I don't think going it's into that going into that. Like I know yeah, my parents they, had an issue worry. with it. They yeah. worry. It's not because they're they don't accept this is like with like with parents of when gay men come out. It's yep. not that they don't accept that you're gay or they accept that you're in love. They worry about the hate you're gonna get for being with a white man or being with a black man exactly. or a black white man. brothers? I do have brothers. They had problems with the, your brothers dating? Well, no, but I dated a white guy. My parents were like, do not bring him home. And they were serious. What and about they, your brother? Uh, one of my brothers is single. Shout out. Find a girlfriend. Um, my other brother is married. She is Pakistani, which is which is interracial, but not really because they're both Muslim. So, so but I mean, did they bring white women home? Religion. They never brought they, they never did anybody. But she had to tell... But they had to tell you because they knew you were dating white or girls. Yeah, so they, my mom was like, 
that isn't but but it's funny because that was almost 20 years ago yeah now she's like wherever you find like, love get good a luck no. yeah, get a ring. Love. <laughs> good but luck. i think that says a lot to how far we've come like yes like for for my parents it was always like i was the black sheep and not my color i was just always doing something that wasn't like accepted necessarily not as far as i was like oh i was like kissing girls selling pot like doing everything extra maybe because i was a middle child to get noticed or my Mm -hmm. dad and i never really got along growing up maybe Mm -hmm. it was like acting out to get his attention but at the same time i was having i was told trina today i was like my girlfriend i'm like i i am like breaking out psoriasis right now she's like i never knew you had it like i've had it my whole life but i've never been stressed until my divorce until all this shit this covid shit is me stressed out she's like I didn't know. I go, because we had a fucking baller life. It was so fun. We were yeah. on jets. Yep. We, you know, we, Lucas and I, we lived the life. We're like wheels up at nine. Brandy lived the life. You lived I the life. You, <laughs> I helped her get to the life. You did, you, he was my best friend. And you were on the jet too. You were playing the golf. You were playing with Ty, not That's Tiger. That's but, but uh, you were playing with everyone. Uh, the coach. What's his face? Jim. Jim. What was it? Tiger's coach. Yeah, absolutely. Jim. The only problem, yeah. why I couldn't enjoy it as much as you, I think you did. Because you're unemployed. Because I was an employee, and, and, my, and they would try to be, oh, yeah, get on the jet, Luke, come on with us. And I, I, it didn't take many trips for me to realize that as soon as I got there, I'm back to work again. Well, you were I had employee. a good job, yeah. though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my job wasn't that hard. Oh, it was not. I got to go I play mean, golf with Will for, exactly. you know, on a million dollar golf, you know. And then, like, all of these famous, so you were playing golf with George Clooney. I was like, what? That's not tough. Clooney. But that said. Anthony what? Kim is probably, I used to play no, a lot of with Anthony. Jim, like, the guy Jim, he was... Tiger's coach, and he was married to that Susan lady. Oh, yeah, you're talking about Tiger's coach. Um, anyway, we, we, I we yeah, but we, like, we were lucky. I mean, ultimately, yes, Lucas did have to go back to work, which meant just hanging with me, hanging, making sure no one killed no, himself. No, exactly, I mean, but, it wasn't a tough job. No, I mean, it wasn't a Reese, like a, a way that you worked for mostly rich white men. I don't, I don't remember another black person being around besides myself. <laughs> so what wait, so what stereotypes did you experience working for working in a predominantly white environment? Uh-oh. <laughs> well, number one, is the difference between working in a predominantly rich thing white, too. Yeah. It oh, has okay. to do with color, yeah, predominantly okay. rich people. Okay. Uh, what stereotypes are that? We can go back to like the rich Jewish men. We we don't want to get into getting we don't want to but we don't want to make stereotypes about rich Jewish men either. No, we don't because that's who we we love him and yeah. then Lucas sued him, which I went on Lucas's side. It was side. business. It was business. He knew it, hey, baby. But and he, yeah, he did the right. I mean, he did the wrong thing and then did the right thing. Okay. And I mean, he just re, he was responsible for like. Yeah, maybe. I see his stereotype, um, which was all people were for Obama. All black people voted for Obama. That's actually not true. Yep, that is, that is not a hundred percent. Maybe ninety eight percent, but all black people did not vote for Obama, and I was there when it was new. We're talking about two thousand eight. Yep, I'm surrounded by probably some of the most powerful, um, yeah, conservatives in the country. Well, the mm. reason that they, well, I'm, this is another stereotype: all rich men vote Republican because they want the tax breaks. That's yep. a stereotype, but it's something I've seen. They got this thing. What's that thing for conservatives? It's called a conscious conservative who votes. They want to vote. Republican because they enjoy the tax break. The tax breaks. However, they don't. Some of them don't aren't the pro-choice. You know, uh, that's called. Other, um, I want a way out. Like fuck, get, fuck that. <laughs> they, want, they want the best of both worlds. But the, I think we're starting to learn now. What's it called? Like issue politics. It, you can't look at one issue and say I'm, I'm for that. 
and forget about everything else. You know? They want their cake and eat it too. That's mm-hmm. it's like a guy that's cheating and has a side chick, and they want both. Let them eat cake. <laughs> then, then let them eat Wait, nothing. Read it. Fuck that. Fuck this. Fuck you. Fuck it all. Fuck it all. They don't get cake. So they my, don't even get frosty. Like my kids saw this shirt. They were like, I'm like, just, just walk away. Mason tried, to wear, Mason tried to wear that in like seventh grade. I'm like, fuck you. Take it off. Take it off. We definitely went left on this, but I feel like we we're going to go left. We're going to have, we'll come back next time and talk about sex because that's one of my favorite subjects. That's, we got to find out about your interracial marriage. Well, she, she said her. Oh, my interracial. Well, I'll tell you my first experience with a white guy. So we were at, I used to work on Wall Street. So we were at a bar. Like I was, I was, Moving to moving uh, moving firms, so I was at a bar having my going away party, and so one of our bosses, you know, it's late in the night, and, he's, and so we're having we're talking, and he's telling me how how happy he is for me, but we're having the vibe changed. Yeah. So I'm like, so he's looking at me, and I'm like, well, what are we doing? He's like, you're so beautiful. I'm like, but I'm black, because he was Italian, so you know the whole Italian black thing. Yeah, and I so it's like it either it either Italians love black women or they don't. Like it's it can go but either way. But isn't that with everyone and like vice versa? Like kind either- of but not because I think Italian there's even what was it a Bronx Tale where they have the Italian girl and the black guy who falls in love. So it can go. It's either it just depends on how you're raised. But he's so anyway he's um staring in my eyes. He's like I like all women. I just think you're beautiful. I was like, huh. That's how it should be. Yeah. And I, he was, I was like, this is different. And he's like, you've never, you've never dated a white guy. I'm like, never, never kissed a white guy, never, nothing. And then I'm in my twenties at this point. And so he's like, should we go into the bathroom? I'm like, I'll meet you wow. in there. <laughs> Well, cause I never kissed a white guy. I wanted, I wanted to see what that looked like. Oh, yep. so, but that's interesting it's because <laughs> what, what are you thinking, Lucas? No, Why? I mean, I just said, how do you get away with that? I had never kissed a white guy. No, I'm talking about oh. telling a woman, like, you want to go to the bathroom. Well, you got, you have Well, because we were trying to figure out, we don't right. want our coworkers to see it's us. It's so. alcohol. Yeah. And we don't want anybody like, to see us. I couldn't acknowledge that. But she also that. was leaving the firm. So I was, I was leaving. So felt like, okay, it's oh. safe this, to this finally hit on who somebody this, I wanted to hit on this whole time. This was the shot. And so we, we, we made out in the bathroom and then I never saw him again. I, when I was dating, um, what's his name? Gary. He's an NBA player. I told you. Mm-hmm. We went to Mastro's and he and I were fucked up. We were dancing <laughs> and I was like giving him like a full on lap dance. And there's all these like white guys around watching us. He's like, this is so great. He's like, this is like so good. And he's like, they know I'm fucking you later. Like, I'm like, oh gosh. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know if that's okay. like, so like, so for me, like what I've known, what I've found out in my years of experience, there's no difference between black guys and white guys. All guys can like it's it's just what it is. Like there's they all kiss. They all we all do the same stuff. Like there's it just really, depends on their person. Yeah, it just depends are. on the per- it depends on their heart, their person, their stuff. So I think that's the real thing when you're when you're dating somebody interracial to look beyond the color and really dig into that. But I that's for me that when a guy is like oh like gets off on that that to me like it's a strikes a weird I bell. Su- I wasn't super excited about it. But yeah, he liked it. We were drunk, and I was like, I actually really liked the attention that they were all watching me. Right. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm mean, just being honest. Like I was like the only girl there. They were all like around. I was like fully like giving him. Yep. Because in my head, I'm a backup dancer for someone. Um, <laughs> no, but it, uh, I, I kind of feel what he was saying in a weird way. Ryan has I a mean, because. Even back in the day, there was a certain bro code to dating white women. And the bro code was, you can never date a white woman that a white guy would want to date. 
I'm not, that didn't sound right. No, but, I'm saying these are stereotypes. That's what and, like, so if you're the brother who brings, I'm not, I'm not shaming anybody, but this is just sharing stereotypes. Exactly. If you brought a big girl, big white girl into the room, yep. you will get clowned because you got this girl that. Nobody else wants. Nobody else wants. It's not fair. I, I can't believe I'm saying this in front of women, but nobody wants. The, yeah, I get it. Hypothetically. But I never looked at it that way. And I found like, the thing about it is the finest ones were always super into the brothers, to me. I, they were easy. It's the ones that were kind of iffy. Mm-hmm. Would be the, if I went into a club back in those days, it was always the... Maybe they're fine because they're more secure in themselves. Yeah. And, they, and they're not worried about, well, if I'm with a brother... Maybe you should just go into bestiality because oh gosh. You know. Well, I mean, I, when I used to go out and like I, you know, I had like I had my white boyfriend. The black guys would be pissed. They pulled me to the side, had talks with me. And this is when I was in grad school. Like, why are you dating white guys? I'm like, you guys are all with white girls. Like, we are all interracially dating because yeah. we were in Indiana. So, I mean, it just, it just was very few black people. So I'm like, why are you guys upset that I'm dating a white guy? And they were like, but but you should be with a black man. And I'm like. We, we, I should be with who I love. We Goes all, back to slavery. This is where we all have to, this is like we're having this conversation where we all have to get over. There's no right, wrong, or I think some anything. of us are over that. You think that's- you gotta find, uh, That was years ago. So okay, now, I, I don't think, think the brothers had that problem. I think now you gotta find, but no, they were mad. The, no, the, back just, then, I'm just yeah. saying, I think through evolution, that's something that maybe even African-American men have evolved through, you know, the fact that there's a lot of good men out there who don't look like us and they're dating our sisters. Yeah, that's and, true. And we're learning. I, I watched this video the other day of, of a white guy he said in his little thing, he's like, my and he was rapping to it. And he was like, my sister is dating a black guy and, they, and I have a nephew and I would take a bullet for both of them. And, he, you know, this is a white guy saying that, yeah. you know, hey, I, y'all got to learn that. Love is love. Love is love. Love is love. I think we're going to wrap it up with that and just say thank you to the Kardashians for making it. Like, honestly, they really fucking. <laughs> no, they really. Oh. They did. Oh. I wasn't ready. Like, I, I wasn't mean, ready for that. One. I wasn't ready for that. You took Sorry. me so far. Okay. Uh, what? Oh, yeah, well, I, I don't know. No, no, I'm just saying. I'm, what I'm saying is they celebrate love, whether it's black, white, or. What did they do to those brothers, though? I, I, I mean, we're but, not going to go there. This is not no. that's not today. No. We're not going to leave it to Lucas on that one. No. Go ahead, Randy. Wrap this up. No, I'm saying. Yeah, Lamar, hello. Um, <laughs> no, I'm saying they literally, I think that they've been a huge, powerful part of the conversation. Like, we love who we fucking love, and that's it. You can't, it's not about color. It's not about this. It's not about that. I mean, Scott's white as fuck. Scott is white. You know, but I'm, if it's more, oh. you know what? We Thank can you it, uh, to the Kardashians. <laughs>